Blog Talk Radio. If it's smooth jazz, then the Jazz Queen is talking about it on Talking Smooth Jazz. Your place for all things smooth. Artist Nicholas Cole. Vincent Ingala. Jonathan Fritzen. And news with the smoothest show on the internet radio. Your host, the Jazz Queen. And the oh so handsome Mike Reynolds. Mike, how are you? Hey, doing okay tonight. Doing okay tonight. How's everything out there in Vegas with with you guys out there in Vegas? Uh huh. Well, we've been having some rain the last couple of days, but it it cooled down considerably, and I'm happy about that. I'm so happy about that. All right. Uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz. If you would like to join us in the chat room, please go to the new website, TalkingSmoothJazz.com, and click on Jerez uh, picture, and that will bring you into the chat room. The phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485. Saxophonist Jerez returns with a smoking hot new CD called On Top of the World, defies the norm with a wonderful, ambitious hybrid of jazz. Okay, Jerez, is that you? That's me. Making all that noise? Who's making all that noise? Oh, no, I'm not not making no noise, no. Oh, okay. All right. I'm getting some feedback here. So I'm just wondering. Who, is that you, Pamela? Oh, okay. you must be, it must be Pamela. She's laughing. Not me. Nope. Okay. I think it's Mike. That leaves Mike. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, um, Jerez's new CD is a wonderful and high, ambitious hybrid of jazz, hip-hop, and R&B. Welcome back to the show, Jerez. Good to be back. Listen, we had a great time last night. I just wanted to thank you so again. So much fun. Oh, my gosh. It was so, oh, so much fun. The food, thank the company. You. Yes, thank great. you so much. Well, that's one thing, one, one thing. That's one thing I like doing besides music is that's cooking. Yes, well, you oh, threw yeah. down last night. You threw it you threw well. Down, you threw it well. And Jerez uh, fixed us some meals from Coolio's Cooking with Coolio Cookbook. And we're going to talk about that in a little bit here. This cookbook, cookbook is hilarious. 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 Yeah. So funny. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. Yes, yes. Uh, so, um, so, so the cookbook, the cookbook real quick is, is a good read. It's a, it's, 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 a, it's just a heck of a good read. But most of all, it's fantastic recipes. So, so okay, so Jerez, let's start there. How? What is your connection with Coolio? Um, Coolio is um, someone I've been traveling with for about fifteen years around the world. Um, very grateful for him taking me around the world. Um, but I also uh, am Coolio's manager, partner. Uh, and, and you know, Batman and Robin, whatever you want to say, and. And we uh, we work together, and we have a good working relationship. And um, even though we're we're sort of different um, in, in in what we do and how we operate, it works together. Um, you know, it works together good. So 
it's great. It's a great mix. Oh yeah, and they have uh, the cookbook. Oh yeah, yeah, it's so funny, Mike. You have got to get this book. I, you, I know you, you probably don't cook, but maybe you know it's a good gift for you, maybe your mother or somebody. I mean, just great to gift. read it, just to okay. read it alone, you would be, you would die laughing, die laughing. And you, and you'll be inspired. You'll, you'll be inspired to cook. Yeah. Cooking like a gangster, huh? Okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> sure. No. Look. Well, well, well. When you read it, when you read it, you can become a kitchen pimp. That's what you can. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> and that's the on the table of contents. That is the first section. It's called How to Become a Kitchen Pimp. <laughs> a kitchen pimp. <laughs> yeah. Chapter seven is hard. Chapter seven is for is about seafood recipes, but its title is hard out here for a shrimp. I was dying. Oh no, that's it. <laughs> I was dying. <laughs> it's hilarious. Some of the recipes in this. Um, there's appetizers for that ass. Soul rolls, which is what Jerez fixed for us last night. Oh, they were so good. Yeah, so good. Yeah. Thank mm-hmm. you, thank you, thank you. Finger thank licking, you. rib sticking, fall off the bone and into your mouth chicken. That's a recipe. That's the title of a recipe. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. And then there's one. He makes a comment here, um, Coolio, about his chicken. My poultry is so damn delicious. Chickens line up at my door just to get a chance to get in my pot. <laughs> oh yeah, it's real. It's real. You know, yes, it's real. It's really real, and it's and he's um he's uh looked upon through other uh, chefs. You know, as somebody to be messing with. So, he's, Julio is no joke in the kitchen. And I'm yeah. about to testify to that. I can definitely I, testify to it. Well, this is not your typical cookbook. Um, so, Jerez, let everyone know where they can find Cooking with Julio. Cooking with Julio um, cookbook you can find on Amazon. Or you can go to Simon & Schuster, which is the, the publisher. Um, or you can go on com. And then also you can go on my website, which is DrezMusic.com, um, for links to Cooking with Coolio Cookbook. Pick it up. I swear you when you, you will not regret it. You will not regret buying this book. It will keep you laughing. Great investment. Oh, my gosh. There's you have it Yes, Jerez has sprinkled his little thoughts throughout the book, his little um, pieces of advice throughout the book as well. So it's a really good book. So I highly recommend you pick it up. You will laugh the whole time you're trying to make the dish. <laughs> reading, the, <laughs> reading the recipe and trying to make that dish will keep you laughing. All right, Definitely. Mr. Jerez, on top of the world. Um, on top of the world. That's, that's I like I the feel. CD. Yes, we like the CD. Um, good music here. And I asked you last night if you thought this was your best CD yet. I think this is definitely my best work yet. And, um, and you know, not to take away from anything that I've done in the past, because what I've done in the past was definitely uh, great in its own way and a step is stepping stones to um to the point where I'm at now. But this definitely uh is my best work yet and I'm so excited about this project. Um I have I have, some great musicians that's on it that's also in my band. Um I mean this album every song could could possibly be a single. 
And mm-hmm. I didn't want to leave no stone, stone unturned on this album. I wanted every cut to be the jam. And I'm very happy to promote this and and, and, and display this and hold this album up high and say, hey. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Okay, now where the cover of the CD, where were you was where was this shot? The front and back cover. Um the 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 album artwork was shot um at uh Red Rock Canyon in um oh. here in, in Las Vegas, so mm-hmm. which is a beautiful beautiful scenery and you know a, a good look. So the whole um artwork was done at Red Rock Canyon. Okay. All right. Nice. Okay, Miss Pamela uh, with your question, go ahead. Hello, Derez. Um, I wanted to ask you a little something that we um, talked a little bit about last night. Um, what do you want your listeners to know about this this project and just about you, where you're going um, as we move forward? Um. Well, I want my listeners to know about this project is that it's not it's not typical. This is I'm definitely trying to push the envelope as far as creativity, but more more or less trying to connect more with the the people and and, and what they want out of music, not just okay going to a studio make a song and put it out. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, yeah. I feed I feed off the energy of people and the emotions of the people and and what they like and what they don't like, and I try to home into that and create music for everyone to relate to all across the world. And um, I mean, and as far as my my persona is, you know, is I'm like a rebel. I'm a rebel yeah. in the game. And, and, and when <laughs> yeah. I and when I say that, not, not in a bad way, but when I say that, yeah. um, I'm 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 like Miles Davis. I'm like John Coltrane. I'm like Monk. Mm-hmm. I'm like Bird. Mm-hmm. I'm like I, I feel like I'm those people because mm-hmm. I'm I'm not I'm not in a, in a, I don't want to put myself in a position to conform to just what everybody's doing. You know, what I mean, my 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 That's thing is great. I want to I want to do everything that everybody else is not doing. <laughs> so that's it. um yeah. and, and and you know, and on that and on that note it's kind of it's kinda of feeding off pretty good because people are, are getting to understand me better and starting to um have more interest in me because they see that I'm not, you know, the typical jazz artist with the same marketing package, with the same uh, similar song and the same style of playing, the same image. You know, I mean, it, we all know that jazz image is not the greatest. So right. my thing is trying is trying to um, is trying to bring that to a situation where it's more marketable and it's more yeah. it, it, it is more uh, tasteful and it's more appealing to a whole different demographic of people that may like jazz but has the wrong impression about it. Mm-hmm. And that, and that's a, a great thing because, you know, people that are listening that have been listening to jazz and R&B for a long, long time, they're looking for something different. They're looking for artists that 
um, are going to push the envelope and, and do something different and come up with a different sound. And all of your tracks are the original tracks. There are no um, renditions of anything, which is fabulous, especially my favorite yeah. track. Oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> yep. mm-hmm. And I have no, a CD great. to give away, um, and we also have a T-shirt to give away as well. Um, so the phone number is 646-716-5485, 646-716-5485, if you would like to win a CD or a T-shirt. All right. Okay, Mike, do you have a question? Uh, no, just basically I like, like what Jerez said. Uh, you know, uh, the one thing a lot of artists don't realize is that when you step on the stage, you have to have a different persona from who you are personally. Because, you know, when you step on the stage, you are a performer, you know, and uh, yeah. Yeah. they kind of create something different. It's, it's almost, you know, just like playing sports. You know, you can be, you know, like a, a regular guy off the field. But once you step on the field, you have to have that, you know, your game face got to come on. So I, I like the yeah. fact that, director, you know, basically he, he has a different style, uh, a different persona once he steps on the stage. He has to have a uh, kind of like a Miles Davis attitude and stuff like that. So I totally agree with that. So, yeah, and, but, just don't play with a lot that of, to the audience. <laughs> yeah, and, 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 okay. And a lot of people, and a lot of people, um, they they don't want to. They, they're scared to take that risk. You know what I mean? I don't. I'm not scared to take risks. You know, um, because I feel I, I feel like the biggest risk of all is not taking the risk. So mm. um, you're not gonna never see me doing doing what everybody else is doing. I'm always gonna be. Um, the one that's trying to be out front, be a leader, be an innovator, and, and be creative, and take things to a whole different level. Awesome, but right, and, and that's true. But and also to add to that too, Jerez, that you know, like like you said about you hanging with a rapper like Coolio, you understand that rappers themselves have that same type of uh, quote unquote gimmick. They, you know, oh, they're yeah. totally different from the way they are on stage, and I think there are a lot of smooth contemporary jazz artists should take that route too because you know with the uh, genre kind of stagnated and things like that looking for some new blood maybe we need to have some guys that have some uh, kind of wild personalities or something like that to kind of bring some interest to the genre you're absolutely right you're absolutely right I've learned a lot from that because jazz artists don't really necessarily do that typically when you see a jazz artist that you're seeing that in, in, in performance Form in in person form. There's mm-hmm. no there's no difference. Um, it's no um, there's no mystique about it. Um, you know, it's just there's no you know when you think about Michael Jackson, you know, uh, there's a mystique about him. You like wow, that's Michael Jackson. But when you think about other jazz artists, they're they're very um, plain. <laughs> You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So uh, you got you got you got as an artist, you have to have some some kind of um, some kind of appeal to where your fans um, look at you in in a, in a way that you're just something special. So and yeah, there's, there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Because that that's also the art of of doing music and being a celebrity and being um, in front of people all the time. That's true. Right on. So true. Right now, Jerez, um, you I read that you said that your, one of your greatest desire is to be the Tiger Woods of jazz. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, well, let me let me let me let me let me, let me update that. Um, yeah, yeah, I was gonna update that brother because after that little scandal, yeah. I don't know about that one. Now. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. I need, I need to update that. One. that. <laughs> I need to I need to say LeBron. I'm I'm, I'm gonna be the LeBron. How about that? Okay. LeBron's good. That's cool. You know, even even though even though I'm a I'm a I'm a um, I'm a Lakers fan, I, I want to say Kobe, but Kobe had a little scandal too. So I, man, I think every, everywhere I turn, everywhere I look, I just man, I I don't have nowhere to turn now. You know. Mm. <laughs> so, so let's just say LeBron. I'll be the LeBron the LeBron James of, of jazz. How about okay. Like All that. right. That All good. right. And you are. All right. You are. Yeah, yeah. All right, so we're gonna you know listen. Why, to you. Go ahead. I want I wanted to say this. I, the reason why I say that, you know, LeBron James or Tiger Woods is because I think I have a I think I have a um, a special connection with certain demographics um, and generations of, of people. I'm not 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 only all generations from kids to people my peers and and older people. Um, but I think that my my biggest my biggest advantage, or I won't say advantage, my biggest um, ability or gift is that I, I'm still relatable. I'm still relatable to to, to a younger generation. Yeah. And and if I take my sacks to say like a, a high school, any urban, you know. Uh, you know, a prep school, however you want to say it. If I take my sex, I, the, the same reaction will be there. Um, I, it's very relatable, and they will and they will think, "Hey, that's cool. I didn't know that a cool person is doing this." Opposed yeah. to an older older jazz artist would would never even think to do something like that because right. the, the, the kids are probably like, "Who's this old dude? You know, what's going on?" So they're not relatable. So my my biggest my biggest um, advantage that I have is that I'm very relatable, and that's yeah. important because the 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 where we at now with social media and, and and with computers and the now and the the now generation is very important that when kids see certain people that they relate that as um, being relatable. So. If they if they see me on Twitter or Facebook and they hear my music, they are more inclined to say, "Hey, you know what? I didn't know someone like this is doing that." Opposed to an older jazz artist, where they're gonna click on it and click right on off of it real quick because yeah, it's mm-hmm. not they not in it's just not you know not the same. So that's my mm-hmm. biggest advantage, and and with social media and the, how these kids are getting information now from uh, right on their phones, and I don't think a lot of record labels are are getting hip to 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 moving in this in this fashion because we need to we need to change the industry, man. We need to change the smooth jazz industry, man. The jazz industry, bring in some more younger people that are that, right. that 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 are in the, in the loop with what's going on now. We need to come on. We need to do something. You know what I mean? So, so Jerez, what would you say? I'm sorry, Terry. Hold hold your thought. I want to play a song, and I'm going to start with track 10, Treasure. Uh, This is the first single released from his new CD, On Top of the World. Tell me about this, Jerez. 
And what's, what song are you going to play first? Treasure. Treasure. Oh, yeah, that's mm-hmm. a single. That's the, yeah. that's <laughs> the hot smoking single right that's there. The that's the one. Yes, that's yes. That's the one right there. Yeah. Nah. <laughs> Um, treasure, um, <laughs> treasure is 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 one of those tunes where the beat is just kicking, and um, you know, I'm the way I'm playing, I'm just riding the beat, and it's one of them tunes where where you know, any it could it could it could possibly cross over to different uh, different charts. It's just one of them tunes that that's just hot right now. It's just really hot and. Right now, it's it's moving moving fast up the Billboard charts, and I'm just very happy about the first single. Um, you know, so you can play it. I hope everybody enjoy it. Um, this is this is treasure. All right. I love it.
that was hot right there. That is called Treasure. That's the first single yeah. released from Jerez's new CD, On Top of the World. You can find the CD on his website, JerezMusic.com. That's J-A-R-E-Z Music.com. That was hot, 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 hot. Yeah, yeah, that's a treasure right there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, so, where yeah. how did you come up with the title? With that, with that title, what, um, what inspired you to title it "Treasure"? That track. Um, you know what? With with all my songs, um, I was actually just thinking about that today. And with all my songs, um, you know, when I do the production and 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 I finally lay the sax part and I get everything, I sit with it for 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 a while. I sit and just let the song talk to me. And, oh, okay. and and I and I kinda zone off and and I have all these visions of um you know, like a movie in my head and, and it just it took me like the journey took me on a a walk through the desert and and stumbled on across some treasure and that's how it came to me. You know, so mm-hmm. all my all my all my songs I I, I, I let it sit with me and I, I just zone up to it and, and let it take me somewhere. And that's how I come up with the titles. Oh, nice. Nice. Okay. Yeah, very nice. Now, did you have, you had another question, Pamela, before I went to the song? Oh, yeah. Um, so, Jerez, with um, everyone hoping that these young kids will continue to, you know, embrace music and come up with music and get really motivated and inspired by artists like yourself, what would you say to the younger the younger generation, like the kids that are coming up now, seven, eight, nine years old, that are gifted and mm-hmm. uh, just have that passion mm-hmm. to play? Um, some of them are able to take lessons, some of them are not. I mean, what... What sound advice would you give them um, just to you know, not give up and keep moving forward? You know, um, well, well, first and foremost, let me say that um, I started playing at a very young age, and music um, music saved my life because, you know, growing up in the inner city, um, it's easy to, you know, get involved in some very bad stuff. And uh, my parents, you know, they made sure they kept me occupied because trouble was right around the corner all the time. Um, mm-hmm. So I think um, keeping keeping your kids active, you know, is is always a positive sign. Um, and as far as you know, kids playing instrument. Here's the thing about here's the thing about that. You know, you have. It is sad because a lot a lot of these music programs are are closing down. They're shutting yeah. them down, and they're not giving kids an, uh, enough options to explore different dreams. And you know, we don't only want to have basketball and football as our only outlet. We want to have we want to have you know other outlets for for young kids to aspire to, and that's. What I what I had, and now now, a lot of that stuff is, is is gone. You know, a lot of these music programs that even when I was growing up, it's it's not it's gone. And you know, uh, my my advice is is parents got to get more active, proactive in in their kids' lives. And yeah, I agree. And, 
and and you know whether and not only with their child but with with the school systems and demand that you know um, they put music programs back into school and keep these kids occupied because it's you know when your kid is not doing nothing I mean I mean you got drugs gangs it's all out there waiting for them. Wait you know for I mean? them, yeah. Yeah, so that's good. My my see my advice goes deeper. My advice my my advice goes <laughs> go to the go to the root. Go to the root the of root. the problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um oh, so yeah. you know what I mean, um so that that's my advice is is, is parents please step in and, and be more proactive with your kids and keeping them occupied. It doesn't necessarily have to be music, it, it can, you know, be sports, but it can also know be other things you know what I mean you know mm-hmm. something creative something creative just to just to keep your kids occupied keep them occupied and, and that's a, and that's a, and that's the key you know keep your kids occupied but you know musically musically I you know it kind of hurts my heart that a lot of music programs especially in the inner city is gone because that's where the, that's where we need the most help you know what yeah. I mean and okay. um, you know so all right Okay, well, Mike, do you have a question? Red. Oh, sorry. Mike, do you have a question? No, just listening just listening uh, and to Therese answer, answer the question. Okay. I'm just agreeing with everything that he's saying right now because, uh, you know, I think Therese is like such a, uh, such a young, gifted artist that, you know, so I think he's one of the ones that we kind of talk about every day, Terry, about, you know, guys that can, can kind of, Change the game, you know, for these mm-hmm. young artists. But um, mm-hmm. I like that yeah. track. That track, that that was real hot, man. So that was hot. Yeah. Yeah, man. Thank you. I appreciate that. Appreciate that. All right. So I'm going to play another track um, from this from the new CD uh, on top of the world. This one is track number one called. Before, no, be, I'm sorry. Be, before be, before you play that. Okay. Get, just get everybody get everybody ready. Get everybody nice and ready. <laughs> we are doing it. This is this is this is this is the first time, the first time that on top of the world is being premiered. Now, you might Woo! not hear everything. We're gonna give you a little sample from here to here. We're gonna tease you a little bit. But this is the first time I'm talking with Smooth Jazz that this is being premiered on top of the world. Hit it. <laughs> okay, so what Jerez has asked me to do to he 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 gave me four songs to play and he asked me to play just a minute and a half of each song. So why are you gonna throw me under the bus like that? I'm sorry. <laughs> I just wasn't I, I, I wasn't it, listening huh? to know what's going on, you know. When they say well, that's all I just wanted to know. You could have said anybody happening. said it. Oh, I said <laughs> Okay. You could have said his marketing team or his, his, you know, his representation said it. Said me. Oh, the iTunes promoter. The <laughs> iTunes promoter. <laughs> man, okay. the man, the man said it. <laughs> so, Therese, I'm going to start with um, "Can't Let Go." I'm going to start with that, and right. when we come back, I want to talk to you a little bit more about touring with Coolio and some of the places that you've been outside of the United States. Okay, not a problem. Okay, so first, tell me about "Can't Let Go." "Can't Let Go" is the first song on the album, "On Top of the World." Uh, this track is "Can't Let Go." Um, "Can't Let Go" is, I mean, I. I 
Like I said, I don't even think all of my songs should be singles. I, I might, I might stay on this album for like two years because I'm gonna do videos for all, all my songs. Bro. <laughs> yeah. So, but I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm really, I'm really happy about, about, about you know every song. Can't let go is, is one of my favorite tunes on the album. Um, you'll see. Just play it. Uh-huh. I mean, this music speaks for itself. You know. I'm, That's right. I'm just I'm just, I'm, right. I'm just a vessel. The music is, is, is the energy. I'm just, hey. You're just a vessel. <laughs> the cup that's coming through uh, you. Okay. This yeah. is Can't Let Go. <laughs> right there. <laughs> I, I, I almost got mad for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> that was called, that was Can't Let Go. Okay, so what I wanted to ask you about um, traveling with Coolio, uh, last weekend Mike and I interviewed um, a trumpet player, a female trumpet player, who who has played twice in Beirut. And I, I thought to myself, who goes to Beirut? You know, and and, and what is Me? the jazz community like in Beirut? So I remember talking to you, I think a couple of weeks ago, you were telling me that you had played in some places overseas where you didn't think anybody was going to show up um, just because of where they were. So tell us some of the yeah. places that you've been with Coolio. Well, I, I've, been, I've been to Beirut a few times. And, and even though it's a war-torn torn country, it's actually, you know, people – you know, come out and, you know, despite it may be mortar holes in the building next door and you may hear machine guns going off sometimes at night while you sleep in your hotel. Other than that, it's pretty good, you know. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but people, people have appreciation for music and that's, that's that universal language, man. You know, it just, you know, it, it's everywhere all around the world. People like good stuff. You know what I mean? People like good music. And um, you know, and it's just not Beirut. I've I've been to pretty much every continent except Antarctica. So um, um, I've been you know places in Eastern Europe like Kosovo, Bosnia, um, 
Um, I've been to Japan. I've been to China, um, Taiwan, Thailand, um, and let's see. I've been to Germany, France, France, Belgium, UK, Russia, Australia. Mm. I mean, I mean, the list goes on. I mean, I to really be honest, I really can't even name them all. It's, it's I've been traveling for a long time around a lot of places, so. But everywhere I, I, I do know one thing. Everywhere do I, that I do go, um, everything is received the same, and mm-hmm. that's the, the, the love of music, mm-hmm. and and that's a wonderful thing. I tell you that a wonderful thing where you can go to two vastly different countries, to say uh, China, and then you go to say like Australia. And you know two different you know cultures, but it all comes together for one love of music so. now these these um tr- these tours are initially um hip hop tours with Coolio. I mean he's headlining all of these tours, and you're playing with him, playing the saxophone, and you're kind of like incorporating you know smooth jazz contemporary jazz music with the hip hop beats. How, how, I mean, if the, if the audience is coming to see Coolio, they're coming to see a rapper, and here you are a saxophonist on stage, how are they receiving you in the in that mix? Well, you know what? I can honestly say not one time, I want to say 100% of the time, when I come on stage with my sax and, and I have my little five, ten minutes to sign, I... People light up. People go crazy, and you no, know, that's my job. I, go, I come out there to to, to, to razzle dazzle the crowd and get people, you know, up and you know clapping and you know screaming and hollering and you know and all that okay. good stuff. And, and when I, and when I talk to you know a lot of the fans at the show, they always a lot of them tell me they say, you know what, we love Coolio, but I'm glad I came because you were you were you were amazing. And I would never would thought to come to a hip hop show to see an amazing saxophone player, and I've been hearing that for ten plus years, and, and I am so grateful for that, and, and that's very humbling, and you know, it's an it's an amazing. I hear that all around the world, so something you know, whatever I'm doing is resonating everywhere, and letting me know that what I'm doing, I'm doing something, you know, divine. So. I'm just trying to stay on that path and, and, you know, and talk to the people, understand the people, and give the people what they want. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, the next song, True Love. Tell me about this one. Oh, True Love. Oh, man. This is my – man, this is my favorite cut, too, man. I mean, this is um, my guitar player named AJ, AJ Luke. And uh, he plays the guitar for me, but he's also an amazing vocalist, which is also he's also featured on his song singing uh, the hook and singing on his song. And True Love was, um, you know, the music, you know, was like again, it it it, it, it drew me into a place where um, I, I I was on a plane and 
I was, you know, it's lonely out there when you're traveling 10 hours, 12 hours, and, you know, you just want to find some true love. You know, you want to find mm-hmm. some true love. And and, uh, and you might you might find it somewhere over across the water, you know, nowhere. So, so no matter where you go, you know, true love is anywhere, you know, and this song was is kind of inspired in that, in a sense, you know what I mean? And, you know, my, my boy AJ came and, and, and did a hell of a job on a hook and with vocals on his song. And, man, this 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 is like my top top three. Okay. You no, know, this is my top three. So. Okay. You, know, you let All me right. know. After you get done here, then you let me know what you think. Oh, no, okay. You know what I think about the CD, so. <laughs> um, all right. Let me welcome Open Talk with Les Jackson to the chat room. Welcome, Les. Welcome to the show. Thank you for joining us. This is True Love from Jerez's new CD on Top of the World. There you go, just a little tease of true love from Jerez's new CD on top of the world. Um, Les yeah, said he likes yeah. the sound and flavor of the music, and he's going to buy the CD. Les, you can pick that up on the website, jerezmusic.com, J-A-R-E-Z, music.com. Okay, so Jerez, last night you shared a story with us, um, a Wayman Tisdale story. Please share that story. Oh, yeah, Wayman, Wayman, the great Wayman. Oh, yeah, well... I guess um, in 2006, um, Dave Taz um, put together a compilation um, for Hurricane Katrina. You know, you know, you know, benefit city, mm-hmm. um, and ask and ask Coolio to do a guest appearance. You know, do a verse on you know a jazz tune, and um, you know during that time. Um, you know, we was chatting a lot, but we made time to do it. And um, I was I was kind of the point man to making sure everything was handled, as far as making sure Kudu got the music, and then the music was, you know, given to Dave Cos people and the person that was doing the production and and the music for it was Wayman, and you know, and they sent me to his house, 
And I was like, wow, well, the women's. I was like, okay, cool. It's some cool stuff. <laughs> so um, I get to his house, and, you know, he welcomed me in. Like, I was, I was, you know, we knew each other for 20 years. You know, he was like, what's up, man? He came in, sit down, you know. His wife came and was like, whatever you want. And I was like, wow, you know, he treated me very, very nice. And, you know, he took a, he took a liking to me, and, you know, we became a little close, you know what I mean? And uh, so we worked on this project, and the project was done. And you know, you know, I told him I was a saxophone artist, and he was like, "Well, you know, okay, uh, I'm a, one day I'm a, one day I'm a, uh, you know, call you up and, and put you on the spot." I was like, "Okay, cool, do it." So unbeknownst to me, uh, the, a week later he had a album release party at um, in Hollywood at a club called The Garden of Eden. And uh, I believe that's now. I don't, I'm not sure. Uh, the Eden or something like that. Anyway, um, and, you know, he called, he, I guess he told Dave Cobb to make sure Coolio come and, you know, and so we came and um, Wayman saw me. He was like, hey, man, you know, I'm about to go on. Did you bring your sex? I was like, uh, yeah, I do. Actually, I got in the car. He was like, okay, well, you need to go get it because I'm, I'm gonna be calling you up pretty soon. And I was <laughs> like, oh, so I, so I, so I ran to the car. You know, I'm out of breath. You know, I'm running back. You know, so and I'm on the side of the stage, just hanging out. He's doing his set, and like midway through his set, you know, I thought he was going, you know, towards the end, call me up, you know, but like midway through his set. He was looked at me and pointed at me. It was like, "Hey man, put your sex together, man. You coming on stage?" I was like, "Uh, okay." So now you got me nervous. Now, you know, like, I like, "What are you gonna do?" So I put my sex together, came on stage, and I'm kind of like lingering in the back, like just waiting for him to tell me what to do. You know, you know. So all of a sudden, he turned around and said, "Point at me." He said, "Okay, you got it." And I'm like, "Oh, okay." So I, you know, I just stepped into the middle of the stage, and I just improvised, and I and I just killed it, and I killed it, and and he let me go for like 15 minutes, and mm. everybody in the crowd was just going crazy, and Wayman was like, "Man, you killing it," <laughs> you know, and I and and I and I was like, "I'm playing my little heart out." Babe Cos was in the crowd, other you know jazz artists was in the crowd, and the next day. Dave Cobb called me, and, and, and his partner, Hyman Katz, called me and told me to come up to the office. They wanted to meet with me, and we sat down and met, you know, a couple of days. And, you know, we had a, you know, it was a good relationship going on, but I just, it was so much going on during that time. They didn't really have time for me like that, but they wanted to work with me. And, you know, it, it just wasn't a, it wasn't a good fit at the moment. So, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Things didn't pan out the way they should have, or you know, or it could have been for the best. You know, we never know. But I always remember that story because uh, women, you know, he he took a, a liking to me and he gave me an opportunity to to have to to, to shine, you know, in the midst of of something he was doing that was for him and promoting his album. He gave me that opportunity, and I will always be grateful for that. I love that story. I love that story. I've heard a lot of stories like that about Wayman, you know, how generous he was and and all that. So that's a great story. 
Brave story. Okay, the last song Definitely. feels so right. Tell me about this one. Feels so right is, is just just what it says. It feels so right when when it comes on, it, it makes you tingly. You know, you oh, oh must must feel right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I mean, I said I, I'm like I'm really proud of this album. I'm really proud of of, of this new movement. And this this album's kind of taking a life on its own, and a lot of people are starting to gravitate towards it. Radio is really gravitating towards it, and you know, I just I just hope I just hope that it gets its just due, because I think not only the album, but what I have to offer musically and and spiritually, and you know, just and. Just me, I, I have a lot to offer to 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 the industry, and I have a lot of um, you know drive and, and a lot of uh, you know dignity about what I do, and and I want that to be you know displayed and you know hope people you know feeling it. So so it feels so good, it feels so right. Feels so right, and uh, we are talking to saxophonist Jerez. And I have a CD to give away, and I have just made a an, an executive decision that I'm going to give this CD to Les Jackson in the chat room. So this is your lucky night, Les. Um, I'm giving you this CD. If you would email me your um, address at talkingsmoothjazz at yahoo.com, and I will get this um, CD to you. This is right so right. Yeah. Feels so right from mm. the new CD on top of the world. Mm. All right, that so where are you really and right Coolio? Right <laughs> where are you and Coolio headed next? Um, we actually head out uh, to Wisconsin this weekend. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, you guys are yeah. are everywhere. You are some busy people. Yeah. Busy people. And he's, helping, he, and he's he's also helping me promote the album too, and um, and, which is kind of cool because. Like I said, like I said earlier, I want to do everything 
that everybody else is not doing and, and having having um a hip hop rap artist help promote a smooth jazz record is is unique within its own right and and he's a very he's a very well spoken person and a good salesman so i mean you know it's just i mean he's a good friend so why not you know Mm, all right. Well, I have a phone call. Area code three one three. Welcome to Talking Smooth Jazz with Jerez. Yes. Good evening. This is Les Jackson. Just well, hey, to Les. Get back. Yeah. Hey, this is a great show. Uh, I love the flavor of what everybody is talking about. Being a musician myself. Um, hey, I tell you, we have to sit back. And something that I heard you say earlier. Uh, is that we have to keep our kids interested, especially when it comes to music and the arts, because so many schools have taken it away. And yeah, so definitely. I appreciate when we can hear stuff like what you put out, man, it just it inspires. Thank you. I appreciate that. Well, Les, I don't appreciate know if that. you heard me um, a few minutes ago, but I was, uh, I mentioned that I was going to give you the CD. I have a CD to give away, and okay. I'm going to give it to you. So um, I have your phone number here. What I'm going to do is call you after the show to get okay. your address, and I will send the CD to you. Jerez has signed it, so it's autographed. All right. All right. So congratulations you go, to you. And we appreciate it. I'm, I'm, I'm thankful because, like I said, that is smooth jazz. And I, I'm a jazz a former player with pure imagination. And so, okay. uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's like, you know, I, I sit back and I look at how many falling away, and I know that we've only got a few minutes, so I'm going to be real quick, but so many kids have fallen away, and it's so important that we teach them and let them know the education, the heritage, the culture of our music. And you're doing just that. Uh, how do you pronounce it? Jurassic. Jerez, Jerez, you are doing just that. And, man, keep on doing what you're doing because it's beautiful. Thank you. I appreciate you. All right. I'm going to sit back and put myself on mute and just listen to the rest of the show. All right. All right, then. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Thank you. All right, Jerez. So um, we have about four minutes left here. So um, thank you for letting us talk to you again and thank you again for last night it was so much fun the food the 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 conversation with Lynn and and Pamela we had a great time with you last night thank you so much so so real quick you know that's my I think I might have to incorporate you know not only come to go see a Jerez show but you're going to have live uh chefs right on on the side of the stage cooking <laughs> you know making nice appetizers and you know when you come to a Jerez show you're going to get not just music, but good food. Yes, food. You know, why not? Yeah. You know, That's right. right. That's right. Why so. not? That's right. Yeah. Right. So I tell you, Mike, it was we got, good. We, we got time for one more song? I have time for one more song, but it will be a, a full song. Okay. Well, well, I just uh, want to ask him real fast, too. Are you guys planning any time to come to the East Coast? Um, yeah, um... I think we're going to be in the East Coast sometime mid-October. Uh, I want to say Philly. Philly, okay. All right, Philly, okay. Yeah. Well, where yeah. are you located? I'm I, I'm actually in the uh, D.C. area. So that's like two hours away. Okay. Philly's like two no hours away, yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. I like D.C. Okay, cool. Okay. 
All right. Well, let me thank um, Pamela. She had to leave, but uh, let me thank her for coming in and hanging out with us for a few minutes. Pamela is the host of Pamela's uh, Jazz at Pamela's Place at KUNV 91.5. You can listen to her every Sunday morning from 7 to 10 on KUNV.org. So definitely check out her show, Jazz at Pamela's Place. All right. What do you want me to close the show with? Can I say one more thing before you do that? Sure. Real quick, I just want to get sure. some, uh, you know, plugs in. Jerezmusic.com, uh, J-A-R-E-Z, music.com. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Jerez, uh, Facebook.com forward slash Jerez Music, uh, Instagram, Jazzy Jerez, J-A-Z-Z-Y, J-A-R-E-Z. And that about it right there. Okay. All right. Well, now, to, what song you want me to close the show with? Um, this is um, uh, "Make It Better," um, okay. which is potentially, which is potentially the, the second single. Uh, I'm going to give people a, a nice little snippet of that, or if you want to play the whole thing, just play the whole thing. You know. Okay. Let's, let's, All right. Let's give it to them now. Let's, let's, let's turn it up on them now. Come on now. Let's do it. Yes, sir. I will do that. I will do that. My thanks again, and congratulations again to Les for winning the CD. I will give you a call immediately after the show, Les, to get your information. My thanks again to Pamela for hanging out with us. Mike, you have anything to add? No, that's it. Just want to get to this music. (laughs) All right. Well, you've been listening to Talking Smooth Jazz with your host, Jazz Queen. And Mike Reynolds. And we love you, Jerez. You know we love you. So thank you again. Oh, thank you for so much. Thank you. I appreciate y'all. And thank you again for giving Talking Smooth Jazz the exclusive uh, release on the CD. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. All right. This is Make It Better.
smoothjazz.com and mastermind-entertainment.com Join our Facebook fan and group pages and follow us on Twitter at jazz underscore queen and the daily grind that's T-H-A daily grind